Hey guys, welcome to the I Hope to Hear This podcast. Today I have with me good friends John Yoon and Chu Jin Kim. And we hang out a lot.、Uh, we do accountability with each other once a week in the mornings. And we talk about what that kind of looks like for us. And we just dive into the topic of、uh, being fathers、um, as Christians in the modern world and some of the um, struggles, uh, some struggles,、uh, some of the thoughts that we have around the topic. It's, it's kind of a free flowing conversation. So. Uh, it is what it is. So, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy. Talking about like illegal stuff right now.、Yeah. Breast milk, black talk, market. Talk about all、Heck、of、yeah. it. All of this is admissible in court. <laughs> <laughs> have you tried breast milk, David? No. Have you? Oh, yeah, we were just talking about it.、Yeah, oh, you've tried it too? Yeah. Ew. Oh, you never tried <laughs> it? He's like, he's like, John, I expected, but you? All night. <laughs> Is great. What time do your kids go to bed?、Um, anywhere from like 8 30 to 10 o'clock.、Oh. <laughs> do they all usually、yeah. go to bed around the same time? Yeah, they all go to bed at the same time. Yeah. Even your son?、Um, kind of.、Oh. Yeah, so like we tell the girls to get ready and then we start putting our son to sleep. But he takes two naps during the day. Oh, okay. So. So, to, to kick off this podcast, I want to go back to the conversation about having tried breast milk. <laughs>、uh-huh. I'm, a, I'm a little bit shocked. So, first of all, to the listeners, oh, also,、um, I don't know if the mic's catching it, but I think my kids are having a meltdown outside. So, Shirley, thank you. You are the VIP <laughs> for handling all that.、Um, anyways, Also, if you're listening to this on、uh, Spotify,、um, the video is going to go up there automatically now. So you can kind of go back and forth from video to just audio or video,、uh, however you want to digest.、Cool. So make sure to check it out on Spotify. Also, so this is Chu Jin.、Um, Chu Jin, say hello. Hello. You've been on the podcast before. We talked about how.、Uh, How Joe changed your life.、Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have、uh, Pastor John here. Is it, hello. Hello.、Uh, this is, <laughs> is this your second, third time on the podcast? I think it's I think it's my second. Oh. And Lydia's been on it twice, I think. Right. So now we're tied. Right, right, right. <laughs> you gotta come on one more time. Now、too. I know you like us equally. <laughs> we're waiting to see who, the, who gets the first, third invitation.、Mm-hmm. Oh, snap. <laughs> Unless I have you guys on at the same time. Oh. <gasps> Oh, that's the only solution, <laughs> really.、Um, so, yeah, th- thank you guys for, for being on.、Um, but again, back to the breast milk thing. <laughs> so, you've, you've both tried breast milk, like your wife's、What? breast milk? Yeah. You did? Is、that's、that so weird? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>、uh, um, yeah, is that a weird thing? I thought it was kind of. You know, it'd be kind of interesting. You should take a poll. Oh, yeah. You know, for the dads. Hey. Spotify also allows me to take polls、wow. on the actual thing. So I'm going to add、crazy. it there. I'm going to add a、yeah. poll on Spotify. If you're a dad listening, please come vote. Please、uh, don't yeah, vote I, if you're not a dad. Yes. I、uh, just want to. It would be weird if you're not a dad、statistic. and you had breast milk. Yeah. Not as an infant. But I don't, want, I don't want the stats to get all watered adult, down、yeah. by like, people that are like, of course I haven't、yeah. tried breast milk. True. Yeah, it's like,、oh, that's true. Yeah, you're yeah. not married to someone producing it. I wonder if Joe has. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the,、uh, he's the missing piece of our, our quartet. We can take、will. bets right now. 
I feel I like bet he, you he has. I feel like he I would say no. He, I think he has. I think you he would think? say no. Just I, I he's, he's he's a man. If he if there's even a moment of curiosity, mm. feel like he has to satiate it. This is so you, David, were never even curious. It was just like you didn't even like wonder about like, huh? I I find it akin to like. Yeah, I'm curious what poop tastes like, but I don't think I, I am ever. not curious what poop <laughs> tastes like. No, like intellectually, intellectually. <laughs> Have you ever wondered what poop tastes like? <laughs> intellectually, huh. oh, what does this substance taste like? But I've never had the desire to test it out. Mm. Like if someone has eaten poop before, I would be like, okay, tell me what it tastes like. But I myself mm. am not curious enough to try it for myself. Do you know what I mean? I mean, but you were curious to even begin with, but yeah. not about breast milk? I mean, with breast milk, I'm curious. Okay. Intellectually. So, like, equally as poop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, intellectually, <laughs> I'm curious what it, t- but like, I I find no desire to try it for myself. Yeah. Because I don't know. It's kind well, of, you should, David. Hey, does you should does drinking breast milk fall into the category of cannibalism? No, no, I don't think so. It I is being produced so. by the human body. Hmm. No. But it's like normal because the babies drink it for nourishment. Yeah. If it's it's not like a human body part. Mm. It's just produced by. Mm. What about fingernails? Is that a human body part? That's cannibalism. <laughs> Is that cannibalism? <laughs> That's just gross. Yeah. No. I but... can't imagine eating a fingernail. I've like bitten them and mm. like chewed them and spat them out. I haven't ever. Swallowed. I wasn't even intellectually curious about yeah. <laughs> such a. I'm, I'm positive. I've either either me or my wife has eaten a fingernail early on in our marriage. Shirley was preparing food, and then like a whole um, chunk of her fingernail oh. like came off. Um, and I think it's either she thought that it was on the cutting board still, or like we just we're just like oh whatever about it. But we finished the whole thing and. It never like came up, so one of us ate it. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. one of you mm-hmm. is a cannibal. Oh yeah. Oh, it doesn't make a difference. So, okay. Anyways, kind of getting back to the the point. What does breast milk taste like? It's like um light sweet milk. It's like yeah. milk with it's like a watery milk, mm-hmm. but yeah. like fat free milk, right? Like yeah. like the blue cap. Like <laughs> like skim milk? Yeah. Yeah. Is, but, is that hint, skim milk? Yeah. Zero yeah. percent? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then a hint of sweetness. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. It's weird because I, I was open to trying and I did, but Angie, she would not. Yeah. Because it's weird. Did your <laughs> wife try her own breast milk? That's a great question. I'm sure she has, hmm. but I might be completely wrong. Hmm. I might be misrepresenting my wife here. But okay, I'm uh, pretty sure she has. I'll add a second poll for mothers. If you if you wanna, <laughs> if you've tried your own breast milk, please uh, vote so we can tell, we can see if it's a normal thing or not. Yeah. But um, yeah, we're here just uh, talking about fatherhood. Um, like I said, the the missing part of our, our uh, what do you call it when it's four people, not a quartet. duo, duo trio quartet? Is it? Is that quartet? Yeah, and then quintet's yes. five. But isn't that like specific to a musical group? Oh, are we not a musical group? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Is it? Because duo, trio, quadro. I feel like it should be like it should end in a zero. 
Oh, I mean, it should end in the O. That's mm. interesting yeah. that Just you have prefix, a case there. Right? Quartet. Quato. I don't know. Anyways. A, it's not a duo, it's a duet, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Anyhow, uh, Joe, he couldn't make it. Um, but um, I'm kind of sad that he's not here because this gathering um, kind of started with him. Um, it started with, at first it was me, Joe, and Chu Jin, and then Pastor John jo joined later. But this is kind of a, do we call ourselves like a dad group? We're not really a, specifically a dad group. We're just a group that happens to be all dads. Um, and we kind of, we, we meet like once a week in the morning right at starbucks and we kind of what what do we do keep each other accountable is that what it is yeah i mean i think it's a lot of stuff right yeah let's just do sharing, life together doing life together yeah. sharing life mm. sharing struggles and that's right yeah yeah encouraging each other encouraging each other yeah praying for each other rebuking each other yeah <laughs> mm. edifying one another mm. Mm. Oh gosh, that sounds so much. We're, so. we're yeah. just we're just being amazing Christian mm. men. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes you just vent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why'd you have to add in, that in a, in a non-gossipy way as possible? Mm. Oh, this is true. Yeah, this is true. Do you ever? I mean, because it's very. We're. I don't know if we've ever explicitly stated it, but it's like we're not like sharing the information that we get from each other to other people. Mm -hmm. You know, it is a safe space. Mm -hmm. Do you guys tell your secrets to your wives, though? Is, I is, mean, when we say it's like, oh, please don't share this with anyone else. Does that include your wife for you? Oh, I see. Hmm. I don't know if we've ever talked about something like that. Like crazy? Like where, where we would have to explicitly say like, oh, do not share this outside mm -hmm. of this group. Yeah. Because usually if it's like something for us to like, pray for i feel like it's okay that me and angie as husband and wife can pray together mm. yeah for that specific thing yeah but you know there are there are certain things i'm going to be very careful not to accidentally say anything right now but like in regards to like you know venting about church mm -hmm. there there can be some sensitive information that mm -hmm. gets shared that we kind of oh. exp exp we kind of implicitly know like oh we sh probably shouldn't be like tweeting this out to the oh, world. Oh yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. Right, right. But but does that include do you tell your wives those things or I usually layer on a filter and then just kind of provide a high level stuff because she she usually asks yeah. like, how was morning man? What did you guys talk about? Cuz usually like the way I walk in the door in the morning like I'm usually kind of, you know, in a good mood and then mm. she's curious like oh what you guys mm. talk about mm. or sometimes when i feel like like when you guys were challenging me about like writing a letter to my dad who i don't yeah. have a good relationship with oh. i would walk in a little bit more like sunken yeah <laughs> so yeah. she's like oh what you guys talk about yeah <laughs> you know so um she can kind of tell usually mm. i think right. just depending on my mood mm. so you kind of share my share. Yeah, so I, I do share like, oh yeah, we talked about this, we talked about that. But mm. like, if it, if I think it's something that I deem to be sensitive, mm. then I try to filter some of it. I see. What about you, Pastor? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't go home thinking like, oh, I can't wait to share all of this with my wife. I'm glad I took notes, uh -huh. you know. <laughs> um, but if she asks, I tell her. Or if something interesting happened, mm. I'd probably tell her. No. Yeah. Um, 
But it's also knowing she doesn't then turn around and mm -hmm. tell everyone else either, right? Like even our our secrets yeah. are, are are like our trust is sacred too. So right. But then also, I think just hanging out with other married people in the social circle, it's just like I think I always assume the husband and wife be one unit. Yeah. So if I tell the husband one thing, the wife is gonna know. Yeah, and vice versa. I, I tell Shirley everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, like, I don't. I assume. Yeah, I assume yeah. that yeah. you guys will talk about it. Okay. So if if it's something that I really really don't any other females to know, mm. including my friends' wives, mm. then I think I would not talk about it at all. Like mm. knowing that you guys are free to share that with mm. your wives. Right. If I was well, to say it, out loud. maybe we should do I this. Know. Maybe we should just say like explicitly, hey, like. Let's. Can we, I would prefer if you didn't share this with your wives. Like if, if I get that, you know, oh, no. disclaimer, then I definitely won't share with Shirley. Yeah. So I mean, it depends. I think it, it depends. Sometimes when people say that to me, the first thing I do is I I think to myself like, is it necessary for me to know? Mm. And then like then carry the burden of <laughs> not being able to tell Lydia. This is true. And so sometimes I'd be like, hey, I'd rather you just not tell me, yeah. to be honest. Right. I don't really need to know or something like that. Unless it was like them like unloading something, right? Yeah. And, and they needed, like it felt like I needed to do that for them. Mm. Then like, yeah, I'm willing to take that burden. Mm. But I, I will try, try not to pick up unnecessary like burdens of hiddenness. Yeah. And, uh, I, yeah. and I feel like I don't want to keep a secret, whether it's like a benign secret or not, right. like from my own wife. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, I'm, I'm glad to know that because, yeah, I I kind of operate under the same assumption. Like if I'm telling a, a married man, I'm assuming the wife is going to know. Mm -hmm. um, and I tell Shirley everything, too. So huh, I'm glad. Yeah. Yeah. So, OK. So, yeah, um, <laughs> to kind of round out um, what it is that our group does is yeah we just yeah we share a lot of things we try to keep each other accountable yeah with uh, the the thing that Chujin mentioned with his father i mean yeah stuff like that we like kind of encourage each other like yeah maybe you should try this it, even the things that like individually we feel like oh like, i really don't want to do that mm. if the rest of the group thinks oh you know like it might be good for you mm. um, like we'll challenge and and kind of push each other to yeah. do those things I think I think one of the also good examples in the past was I came to guy to Joe and um, David to vent about this like conflict I had with Angie, and in my mind I just wanted to like let them know and I wanted to hear oh Chujin you were right yeah she was wrong and I wanted that validation mm -hmm. like the selfishness in me so I told the guys a story basically like um, what happened was like we had dinner at a Chinese restaurant and then we had some left a ton of leftovers and then so we accidentally forgot that in the car and so it was sitting in the garage in like 90 plus degree oh heat, yeah that's the like best. overnight <laughs> and then the next morning as we we're going off to drop off the kids we're like oh my gosh we left the Chinese food in the car mm -hmm. I was like so immediately I was like oh we need to toss that somebody's gonna get food poisoning if we eat it but Angie insisted that um, oh it's so awkward to party like it's mm. so wasteful we gotta eat, we can eat it for lunch. We can both eat it for lunch. And I was like, no. And then I like got upset. Like, how, how could you even think to eat that? That needs to go in the trash. And then I just like raised my voice and mm. I got upset at it. And then she got upset that I like raised my voice and mm. all that. And then and then the yeah, and then I think it was like the following morning I met up with these mm. guys. And I was like, hey, so this happened. And I was like, I'm so right, right? And then they were like, Well, logically, 
Yes, you should not be eating food that's been sitting in 90 degree garage for 12 hours, but you could have said it more lovingly. And I was like, I don't want to hear that right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm I don't want to hear that right now. But at the same time, it made me like really mm. stop and think. Yeah. I'm like, oh shoot. That's good. I guess the delivery could have been better. Mm. Um, you know, I, I did not use a loving tone. And so I like went back to her and I like said sorry. And then, wow. Um, so yeah, that was like a really good example of them like rebuking me and challenging me to be better. Mm. Um, even though selfishly, I just wanted their validation and just kind right. of like the bro is saying like, oh, yeah, you're right, man. Right. Your wife was wrong. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Angie, if you're listening, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I appreciated that they yeah. weren't afraid to like call me out on mm. that at yeah. 6 a.m. in the morning. That's good. You know? Yeah, that's right. That's another thing. I think, you know, the time we meet is usually at 6 a.m. in the morning. Um, I think it works out just logistically because... Yeah. You never have plans at six in the morning, so you're usually um, we're like we just kind of pick a day. If, if that day works, then six a.m. Mm-hmm. is gonna work. Um, and I think there's something about that time where like you have just woken up, like you haven't really done anything. Where I don't know, I feel like we're more open. Uh, we're not dragged down by the 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 grind of the day. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we're kind of just like. Uh, like fresh to share yeah. fresh to kind of walk together so i, I think yeah that is nice right yeah. yeah it's nice to like see you guys first thing yeah you know? and then the coffee and all that helps too yeah, yeah. it's yeah. also like a very intentional time to meet mm-hmm. so you're not like you're not going there thinking like oh whatever i'm just gonna i'm just yeah. gonna breeze over this and come back home yeah you know yeah, because no one's gonna wake up at like five thirty to to go do that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, no, I'm and for I mean it's not just me, Joe, and John like dunking on Chujin. I don't want listeners to get that impression. <laughs> I mean, like yeah, there are things that that we share and they you know give us counsel. Um, so yeah, I, I think for me the um, something that I kind of take away a lot um, is like uh, like for Chujin. You do like so much of the housework as a, a father, mm-hmm. like in your in your house, like cleaning, cooking, and all that. Mm-hmm. And that does challenge me a lot. Like, there is still remnants of that like Korean dad patriarchy thing where mm-hmm. it's like the father's role is to just make the money and come home and relax while the the mom takes care of the house, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it's funny because. Whenever my mom sees me doing like, like my mom will like come watch the kids sometimes or like just come and like bring us food or something. And whenever she sees me like vacuuming or like doing <laughs> sargoji, like doing the dishes and stuff, she'll say, um, ah, like that these, the modern husband must yeah. be like so hard like mm. to do. Um, because for her, it's like, yeah, your father, I mean, my dad, like never really ha- like did any of the housework, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so like, I, I see you guys and like the way that Joe talks about like intentionally, um, doing things for his, his wife and things like that. Like, yeah, those things, like I won't like say it in the moment, but like that stays with me for the rest of the day and probably the rest of the week. And I'm like, oh yeah, you know, like these guys are out here doing this too. Like I should, uh, yeah, I should try to do the same for my wife, you know? And I, Mm -hmm. and I think there is that kind of just in the sharing, we're encouraging Mm -hmm. each other. Um, yeah, so it's a, it's a really valuable time to me. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, same here. I'm new, but I love it. Like yeah. it's, it's been a really good constant that mm. I have in my life. It's a good, like anchoring point. I love it. Mm. I really do. Mm. And meeting new people, getting to know new <laughs> folks is always fun too. Yeah. So. Yeah. So really, the bulk. I guess the main reason I wanted to invite you guys over was, I guess yeah, talk about the meeting that we do. And anyone listening, if you guys are fathers out there、um, and you don't really have a group of men to really walk with, I would really recommend it.、Um, find a group where you guys can carve out some time and intentionally do something、mm. like this. Really, like we have no agenda. It's not like we do a devotion or anything. We literally、mm. we just come. So how, how was your week? Like what were the things that you did? Like. How, How can we encourage you? How can or what can what is something you can do better? Like we'll、yeah. just kind of ask like simple questions、yeah. like that. So,、um, if you guys want to take that and do it too,、um, highly encourage it. I think、um, we all can attest it's been yeah, very absolutely refreshing, right?、Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I I did want to talk about the main topic of today、um, was going to be fatherhood、mm-hmm. as Christians.、Um, how how is it? <laughs> <laughs> Very broad. <laughs> yeah, no, it's because. Well, you know what? I'm gonna just. <clears throat> I, I, I was telling Shirley before. I'm just gonna do. I'm just gonna ask a, a lot of just hot take questions、um, that might be incendiary, but I don't know. I feel yeah, like that's fine. Yeah, it might be、uh-huh. valuable. Like, like what? Like, do do mothers deserve all the recognition they get, and do fathers <laughs> get the short end of the stick? Jeez, <laughs> this interview is over. <laughs> hmm. I mean, I think I think mothers and fathers they both deserve the praise、mm-hmm. uh, in their own respective ways.、Mm. Yeah, but、um, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe this is the echo chamber of my social media, but you know, it's just mothers are more encouraged. There's more like, oh, mothers, you're not failing. You're you're doing the best、um, you can.、Mm, yeah, yeah. I I think the the difference of how churches celebrate Mother's Day and Father's Day, <laughs> the difference、yeah. is quite big. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, so. <laughs> You know, actually, on that, my my pastor, Pastor Charles, he straight up said, "Oh, we ran out of budget for Father's Day. Like for Mother's, <laughs> for Mother's Day, he got like these like nice little like customized tote bags and like stuff like that.、Yeah, I think、so、for Father's Day, we got nothing. It was just straight up. Oh,、well, Father's Day, thank you guys, fathers, but、uh, all the、so、money went to your、yeah. wives.、Huh. I mean, I'm not like like bagging on them or anything, but I just think it's funny that like yeah, on Mother's Day we have like at our church we have like a whole photo booth." Flower bouquets that gets pinned,、um, like custom-made cupcakes for them and stuff. And Father's Day, I think we got like Costco cookies. <laughs> oh, it's a special day today. <laughs>、um, I can't speak、uh, from other people's perspectives. For us,、um, Lydia's been like a stay-at-home mom, right? And so, I will say from. My experience observing Lydia,、uh, I think mothers do need to be celebrated like that, and the reason is because for guys, we never lose touch with our identity or like what gives us our identity,、hmm. right? Like the rhythm doesn't change when we get a child, when we're like when our wives are pregnant,、hmm. right? Or when they give birth, or when they're recovering,、hmm. like we work. And、then we come home. We work, and we come home. And there's, there's still that that value tied to our work, and to what we bring home, providing, etc., etc., etc. But then for, 
And, and I'm not saying that dads shouldn't provide, you know, relationship and all of those things. I think all the more we need to try to do those things as well. But for a mom, like, you're basically home all day just keeping a human alive. Hmm. And that's not easy, right? Like, I can't imagine not having a normal conversation with an adult besides like my spouse for like weeks on end mm. right or days on end at mm. least or whatever that looks like like cleaning and turning around to clean something else and turning back around to see a mess again right, right. or like i know with lydia especially because my kids are so picky um and we've probably had fights about that too but um she cooks like three different meals every meal right mm. or she used to um and you and have four so, kids by yeah, the way so. and, and i have four kids yeah. right and so a lot of lydia's day especially early on it would feel like it goes by just cooking cleaning changing diapers mm. right and so then like i can only imagine from an observational point of view um like what that does to challenge someone's identity and like worth right and sense of value and so, yeah, I, I feel like they do need to be honored and celebrated more intentionally mm. than dads, mm. right? Um, and then I also feel like dads are less like, oh, when like, they're not celebrated that mm. way. They're just like, okay, <laughs> like, I would like to just be left alone. That's cool. Mm. <laughs> you know, like, that's good enough for me. So then, then that, that's a question then. Then for Chujin, do you feel that way? Like, when you're not celebrated? Does that affect you in any way? No, I don't think so. Um, yeah, I mean, it's nice to be celebrated, mm -hmm. but like, if I'm not celebrated, I'm not like, mm. oh, boohoo. Mm. Like, um, like per I don't know if it's a personal thing, but or mm -hmm. like a man thing, but I don't like being the center of attention. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so like, even like birthdays and stuff, like when they sing happy birthday, like I don't like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So like when when it's like Father's Day or birthday or whatever that whatever day is involved to celebrate me. I'm just like pretty nonchalant about mm -hmm. it because mm -hmm. um, as as I'm hearing this um, something that kind of came to mind for me is yeah like I think yeah like the whole identity thing makes sense um, but I feel like and and please feel free to rebuke me if this if you feel like this <laughs> is off base but you know so much of that identity shift is a celebration of motherhood you know what i mean like um as you are like taking care of these like babies mm -hmm. um you come into your identity more because there's like physical changes that happen mm -hmm. and even the response from the babies to the mother mm. i mean let's be honest a lot of the times it's yeah different true. you know like i mean my kids they would rather spend like if they had to spend the whole day with one parent 10 times out of 10, it's going to be with Shirley. And not, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, they're, they really only spend time with me when they're forced to. They're like, it's never <laughs> a choice, you know? Um, so because of those things already kind of inherently celebrating the mothers, like, I, there is a part of me that thinks, man, like, I wish then at least there was something outside of the family unit that does celebrate the dads too to make up for this lack within the household. Does that, does that make sense, what I'm saying? 
you can't relate. Your kids love you guys. <laughs> I, I, I can I can see where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. For me, like yeah, for sure. There's there's uh, there's a desire as a dad mm -hmm. to be celebrated in some sense. Mm -hmm. For me specifically, I think that looks like, uh, and this I think this has a lot to do with my upbringing. So my upbringing, like, doesn't matter what you're doing at home when like dad comes home and when mom comes home. Yeah. Like you stop what you're doing, you mm -hmm. like run to the front door and you greet them, yeah, you yeah. acknowledge them, right? Yeah, I grew up like that too. Yeah, yeah. So that was like the normal grid for me. But then there's like my children, right? Who like, I can come home, cook myself a meal, take a shower, <laughs> come back downstairs, and they'll be like, "Oh, when did you get home?" <laughs> you know, like. Yeah. Yeah. And so there is that like oh, I wish. Even if, like, they came to the door, like, oh, daddy, right? Like, picture perfect, mm -hmm. like, the whole herd, like, mm -hmm. running toward me mm -hmm. and, like, giving me a hug, welcoming me home. Like, mm -hmm. oh, your presence was missed and is appreciated in this moment. Mm -hmm. um, like, sure, that would be very nice. Um, I love that, again, my oldest daughter, she's 11, and she's developing a lot more of, like, the the nunchi about this kind of stuff and so she's able to pick those kinds of things up uh <clears throat> and so she tries to make an effort to like say hi to me and say bye to me and things like that like i've shared with you guys a little bit um, oh, that's right. even that requires like a little bit of adjustment for me though right right and so yeah i think i i i understand where you're coming from but at the same time like I is it is it okay as fathers is it really a reward for our kids to rather spend all day with us and for us to have to spend all day with them hmm. versus like escaping to work hmm. or like you know like doing doing stuff around the house or paying the bills or like whatever it is hmm. you know like is it really like a reward to be able to just spend all day with the kids. <laughs> no, that, that's know? a good point. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, like, I would rather them not cry when it's like, oh, you have to spend all day with <laughs> daddy. You well, they you? cry. Okay. Well, I mean, no. So, but then, okay, like, uh, so I, I see abusing what, them. David. I see where you're coming <laughs> from, but again, I'm, I think I'm trying to play devil's advocate here. Mm -hmm. But like, think about it this way. Let's say Shirley was right now gathering with all her mom friends and mm -hmm. having a podcast mm -hmm. while you are putting the kids to to bed mm -hmm. reading them uh, you know nighttime stories giving them a bath and mm -hmm. whatever mm -hmm. and the following day who do you think the kids would want to hang out with like the person that they spent all evening with the night prior and then read good night stories and snuggled with mm -hmm. or like the parent that was just locked up in the, or like in closed behind doors hanging out with right. her friends mm -hmm. right so like I don't think it's like I don't think I don't think it's fair to say like oh the kids just prefer Shirley all the mm. time. Well, maybe because we're not like making our efforts mm. to to spend time with them. Mm. And I and I sometimes I feel that way too. Like oh like Lucas, they always prefer um, she. He always my son always prefers Oma, so he you know she he can go to bed with her. Right. And then so once like that ball starts rolling, that's gonna keep happening. And mm. like, oh like yeah, he likes doing that with Oma, right. so he does that. And then. You know, I'm afraid that if that keeps going for years on end, you know, by the time he's like an adult, like, of course, he's going to have a stronger relationship with his mom right. than me. Mm. And then the thing that I feared the most 
is like now happening because I never <laughs> took that effort to take that yeah. right. from from uh, from Angie. And yeah. So, well, no, because no, yeah. I was gonna say like the 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 mothers have a natural advantage, um, yeah. especially if they breastfeed. Yep. Yeah. There's there's so much bond that bonding that happens during that time period. I think, like honestly, because like like as you were saying that, um, like the in- incident I'm thinking about, uh, Shirley recently for her birthday, she took like a, a day trip to Orlando with her friends, so she left at like four or three in the morning, day and then day trip. Yeah. They they found like crazy cheap flights on Spirit. Aww. So yeah. So they flew, the, and then they came back like after the bedtime. So like the kids, the whole day didn't see her, um, but it was literally the whole day. When's mom coming back? When's mom coming back? Like, yeah. We're doing all these things together. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is fun, but when's mom coming back? Yeah, you know, like <laughs> so it had the whole day. It had to be. Oh, when you go to sleep, mom, yeah. mommy's gonna be here. Like mm-hmm. so, like I, I, even if, and I, I don't know if this. I mean, honestly, these days. Like Shirley's been really busy at work, so there there are some days where I interact with the kids more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, in the aggregate, I wouldn't say that I spend more time with them. Um, but I, I, but even if it was fifty fifty, or we had yeah. like, I still think the mothers would get the preference simply for the fact that they're mothers. I agree. I, I think there true. is like a biological aspect to it, right. like a biological psychological. I but like to play that devil's advocate to your devil's advocate right <laughs> like th- our kids even as they get older and as they develop differently their preference for the parents do change mm. yeah right here and there mm. and so it's probably not just uh spending time with them kind of thing but no, i mean I like so lydia's most recent trip was israel she went to israel That's for right. a week mm. i took all four kids right oh lord yeah. <laughs> That was both the fastest and longest week of my life, probably, mm, to date. Wow. Um, but it took, especially Zion, my youngest, he's, when, when she went, he was probably, what, like, just over a year old. Mm. Um, it took him a while to adjust to me, mm. right? Like, like sleeping, to, sleeping with me. Waking up in the middle of the night and it being me. Right. Like, literally the first night he woke up and I had to give him his milk. And I, like, go to get my get his milk. And he's, like, saying no to me. And mm. I'm like, bro, you have no choice. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you want this or not? <laughs> like, and, but he got used to it yeah. to the point where, like, it was, like, it was easy. I was, like, almost mom. Mm. Right? By, like, day four or five. Mm. But then, like, as soon as mom gets home all that goes out the yeah. window right <laughs> yeah. like and then i'm just me again <laughs> right. yeah. and so there definitely is mm. is that aspect yeah. Yeah. to like mom yeah right. and so i agree like yeah. the feeling of being the more loved one right but then i also would argue like if i was the more loved one mm. that also means like i'm the more frequently demanded one right. i'm the one they're always looking for like i can't just get a moment of peace right like Mm -hmm. even this like we're having a podcast who knows how long this is going to be and then who knows how much longer i'm going to pretend it is you know (laughs) i'm just kidding but um like i can freely be here Mm. and just enjoy my time here with you guys true with lydia that took a while yeah like because there was a guilt 
um, like an unwarranted guilt, right? Mm. But there was still a guilt, like when I leave, John is suffering, mm. right? Because the kids are suffering. Yeah. And so like, it took her time to just go and enjoy something. Yeah. And if, like, I'm sure there are times I didn't help either. Like she comes back, I like throw the kids at her and I'm like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, oh, I'm going to bed or I'm going to work or right. do whatever. Yeah. And so, but yeah. 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 That's no, a great I, question. Yeah. I, I see, I see both points. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think, no, I, well, I guess I see your more, your point more now. <laughs> Cause I, I think the climate of the culture influences mm. a lot of what I perceive and, and think about. Mm. And the climate of the culture right now is I'm trying to empower moms. And I, I see the validity, the validity in that. I think that's really important. Yes. Celebrate moms. Moms are amazing. Shirley is amazing. She's, I don't know if you guys can hear, she's giving a bath to both my yeah. kids right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all moms are, are great. Mm-hmm. But as fathers, I was just wondering, are there times where we feel a little bit overlooked, a little bit underappreciated? Absolutely right mm-hmm. absolutely 100 percent 100 percent yeah let's talk about that what in what ways do we feel most underappreciated or mm. Jujin, do you do you feel underappreciated uh i don't think underappreciated i feel they're appropriately appreciated because <laughs> i mean even just like if you think about like the pregnancy and what the moms have to go mm-hmm. through like i can't imagine doing that like yeah growing a whole yeah. human in my body and yeah. like giving birth because like i don't know if you guys like sat there and actually saw everything happening oh, yeah. but like yeah it's crazy it's crazy yeah. stuff and mm-hmm. and the stuff that the woman's body has to go through to like mm-hmm. give birth is like i don't think i could go through yeah. like, I'm, like i thank the lord that i yes. created yes. Yeah. because i don't think i could go through that yeah and yeah. like just on the pregnancy and the labor and delivery alone yeah definitely like moms deserve the highest praise but like mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, do we deserve, you know, an applause here and there for hanging out with the kids and like cooking, cooking meals here and there? I mean, I just feel like to me that we're like, that's like the basic minimum that I should be doing mm. as a father. Because mm. like, you know, we're like, we're like co-parents. It's not like she's the primary parent. Mm. I'm like a secondary parent. Like mm. we're equally parents mm. to these kids. Mm. Um, I don't want Lydia to listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, Lydia, I mean, just stop here. Yeah, yeah. Personally, I just feel like all the, the all the cooking that I do, um, all the stuff I do around the house, like, feels like that's the minimum that is should be required of me as mm-hmm. a, a dad. Yeah. Um, and this is this is what I was talking about earlier. Like, you hear these things. Oh yeah, it should yeah, encu- yeah. encourages me to want to do more in around the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I can I can uh, label this episode. I hope Lydia doesn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think uh, it also comes down to my upbringing. Like my dad was like hardcore Korean ajushi. Mm. Just every time, you know, it comes from work, he just reads the newspaper until dinner's ready. He eats dinner when the dinner's ready, and then once once he's done, he just goes off and reads newspaper again. And my mom does all the cleaning afterwards. Mm. And like seeing that growing up. For me, it just had a kind of the complete opposite effect where when I told myself if when I become a dad or father and a husband, mm. that is not how I want to like mm. be a father. Yeah. Like I want to help. Like I, I, I don't mm. want my wife to do everything. I don't want my wife to cook, clean, 
mm-hmm. do the laundry and everything. So like for me, it kind of had the opposite effect of like, that is the one thing that I do not want to become. And I basically did everything opposite of what my dad did wow. to become like who I am today. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, when it comes to like cooking, like I cook breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then like for the most part, laundry, I also do most of the laundry and folding and stuff. And I feel like that's kind of the minimum that I, I feel like I should be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause yeah, I just don't want to see I want it, I want my kids to grow up seeing that the dads can also partake mm. in the home building and just kind of the day-to-day mm. um, chores and stuff. Mm. Um, but, yeah. but don't you wish like there were things that encouraged you in those things? You know what I mean? Like you, you see like reels and TikToks of like mothers like, oh, mother, you're not failing. Uh-huh. You're doing the best you can, and that's that's all anyone can ask. Uh-huh. You're amazing, right? But then, you don't. And I guess, I guess maybe the norm is that fathers don't do all the things that you just described. So therefore, they don't need that encouragement. But mm. I wouldn't it be nice, like, if, if we had like this this community that we have amongst ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. Of fathers like being able to kind of talk to each other, encourage each other, and you know, vent and stuff. I wonder if the climate of the culture allows for that to be the norm. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's definitely the norm for yeah. mothers to encourage. And, mm-hmm. and I, sorry if if I'm being too hot takey here. No, not, but absolutely. Like, there, I, I don't know. Like, there is a in my. I feel like in my soul there is a lamenting of um, space for fathers who are doing it right like i'm not talking about the fathers who are um like you know like just oh like i'm not gonna touch the dishes i'm not gonna do any of that you know like the fathers who are like doing their best and and trying to carry help carry the load Mm -hmm. wherever they can i wonder if there is space for those type of fathers to yeah you know enjoy some of the appreciation enjoy the encouragement from others and, and enjoy some of the yeah, the world thing like the embrace of the world if you will absolutely yeah. but i don't think it's going to be cultural <laughs> um or i don't think that time's coming anytime soon mm-hmm. if we're if we're gonna be like super hot takey yeah right i yeah. think i think most people will say like oh fathers are fathers had their day mm. right like how could you even think about that when Mothers have been oppressed in the home mm-hmm. with no voice and no whatever for centuries or generations or whatever whatever you would, right? Yeah. And I think I think the issue with with society, uh, the reason I don't see it happening is because um, everything has to be polarized. It can't just be taken as is. And so if like if one person needs to be celebrated, then the other needs to almost like be punished right right like like it's not enough to just celebrate moms now that they haven't been being celebrated for so long now like you have to like hate dads Mm. for doing that to moms Mm. or like whatever you would right like like there there is this thing in society these days that I think there that like unjustly or unnecessarily demands apology mm. for something that 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 person didn't necessarily do, right. and we've seen it in in race, 
We've seen it with gender, I think. We've seen it with a lot of different kind of like categories, yeah. if you would. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'm just tired of being like the middle children of history. <laughs> do, you, do you know what I'm talking about? It's like, yeah, I totally like if 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 this were like our our father's generation, yeah. I think they have no right to be talking about what we're talking about. <laughs> Like yeah, you guys, yeah, you guys did it the way that you did it, and it was, yeah, yeah, you got the appropriate amount of praise, or maybe you were even <laughs> overpraised, right? Yeah, but, yeah. But like us, as I feel like, I don't know if this is like a Korean American thing or, or whatever, whatever it may be. Like I see a marked difference of the amount of effort that fathers put into the home in this generation mm -hmm. compared to the generation before us, right? Mm -hmm. And that being the case, it would be nice for there to be more of a uh, rallying cry of support for the people who are trying to do it right, who are trying to do it better, at least. And, um, and my observation is that, like, like you're saying, we are kind of paying the price of the faults of our fathers. The sins of our fathers have. Mm. Like, literally, the sins of our fathers are... are dampening ours, us and I, I do feel bad for um, people out there who don't have community who kind of just do it on their own like fathers yeah. um, and like they just they feel like they're doing their best right they're like, oh man I'm, I'm, I'm putting in all this effort into like spending time with my kids trying mm -hmm. to help my wife out and everything but I feel like society is telling me that either it's not enough or no matter what I do, it's not going to be yeah. like important enough to like talk about or celebrate. Yeah. You know, I agree, and I, I think it's again, we can't look at the world mm. and expect it to operate the way it ought to, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, as Christians, right? Mm. I think, um, I th I do think it is like an agenda <laughs> of the kingdom of darkness mm. to. Um, <clears throat> to almost devalue fatherhood. I mean, that's that's how you you when you go after the family, you're going to go after the fathers, you're going to go after the mothers, right? And I just feel like what you're saying would be very nice, mm. but I don't expect it. If that makes sense. Mm. So I do agree with you, but I don't think we'll ever see a day like that come. Mm. Maybe we need to all go to. A Berean community church for, uh, for Father's Day next year, right? And maybe they're gonna have a really nice celebration yeah. pushed, pushed forth by one of their elders, you know, like fathers need celebrating double the budget from Mother's Day celebrations. Oh my gosh, that would be awesome! <laughs> Gift like custom made, like axes. I was wow, I was literally thinking axes, yeah, it's so funny, yeah. Yeah, and you know, this this is really just a, a thought experiment. I'm, I'm not saying mm -hmm. that. Yeah, I, yeah I, I would hate for someone to listen to this and say, oh, these guys hate the celebration of mothers. <laughs> no, like, yeah, yeah no, I, I think there's room to celebrate both. Um, but it's just, mm -hmm. yeah. 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 I think that's what the best way to put it. It doesn't have to take away from one mm -hmm. to, like, do the other really well. You can, you can do both really well mm -hmm. if you want to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Any thoughts on that, Jujin? No, I agree. Yeah. 
But I think one thing, one thought that popped into my head as you were talking about, you know, it would be nice for the world to celebrate, like culture and society to celebrate. Mm. Like in my mind, I'm like, would I care for that? Or is the celebration for my spouse and kids alone sufficient? And um, like, I don't know, personally, again, I kind of going back to like, I don't like being the center of attention kind of mm. thing. Mm. Like, I think if, if my wife feels loved and, you know, that I'm a good partner, like that's great. Mm. And if my kids feel loved and, you know, they're being fed food every day, like, and, and uh, they, yeah, they feel loved by their own father and that I, I, that I am present in their lives. I think that's sufficient for me personally. Wow. So, um, let me, let me put it into a kind of relatable personal terms. Like, so, you know, the, the illustration you gave about the, the Chinese food incident uh-huh. that happened. Like, what if that day you told me and Joe about it? What if we were just like, yeah, that happened because you're a bad dad. Like you're just a bad father and a bad husband, and that's like that's why that happened. Like I like and and you know like that's not exactly what's happening in society, uh-huh. but like I, they're to some people, um, kind of right. more in tune with, yeah. or like, not in tune. It'd but, be like, of course you would do that. You're you're the dad, right? You uh-huh. know, or like, yeah, like yeah, just like something like harsher uh-huh. like that. Like over time, would yeah. that like? That like I guess, but <laughs> I mean, again, this this is. I'm not trying to like be a smart ass or anything, but yeah. it's like, aren't we all messed up and broken anyway? So like, why? Like- yeah. Okay. So genuine, genuine question. You're <laughs> mind blowing to me right now. So then <laughs> like you, you're saying it's okay. Like just the, my wife and my children feeling like I love them and support them is enough. Right. But I think it should be, but what if, what if, how do they show you that they feel that? I mean, that that they love me and they tell me that and show me that. Right, but isn't that the appreciation? Then? Yeah, yeah. So I'm saying, yeah, the appreciation from my spouse and my kids alone, for me, I think it should sufficient. be sufficient as okay. opposed to having this oh oh Father's Culture, Day right. extravaganza mm. like on Father's Day, fathers get free meals everywhere. Like, I don't. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know. I just feel like that's not. Yeah what I, I would like free <laughs> no, no, I'm gonna go on the record and say anything free given to me I would, I would like free no but no I, I get I get your point Jesus, yeah. for sure yeah there there is I think yeah I, I definitely if if it was a and or or if it was an either or situation like only mothers could be celebrated or only fathers can be celebrated in that world yeah I, I want to give it to my wife for sure yeah yeah but um, in terms of the appreciation thing I I I do agree. Um, getting it from my family is enough, but there is something about like just culture in general where there's like this kind of like, um, like osmosis effect a little bit of like what's happening in the culture over time can kind of reflect in the behavior of my uh, family and mm. vice versa. You know what I mean? So like, um, yeah, I, I think it, it would be nice to have both. Because that would, yeah, like, yeah, it, it's uh, for sure. Primary <laughs> is my family. If they love me and appreciate me, that's great. But if if the world can get recognition for some of the fathers out there that might not get that from their family, mm-hmm. I think that would be also nice. But I, yeah. I, but I do, I do think you're, yeah. I was kind of mind blown too just now. 
by what you said because I think that that is really admirable too. Yes. To kind of just be like, I mean, what, what you are a good man. <laughs> yeah. Better husband than us. No, yes, sure. for sure. No, I'm yeah. just a simpleton. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. I I think um I'm learning a lot in this conversation and just putting a lot out there. Yeah. So, um, do you guys have a favorite kid? <laughs> I mean, I have phases, yeah, for sure. Uh, oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, you're yeah, like, like I love them, but sometimes I don't like them. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, there, there are days where you're kind of like, oh, I want to play with this one, but I don't really want to oh, play yeah, with yeah. this Oh, yeah, yeah. We're always like, oh, I'm going to put Lucas to bed, or oh, I'm going to put Ellie to bed. Like, <laughs> just depending on how they've been behaving between uh-huh. uh, 5 p.m. and 8 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a favorite? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. They're, they're old enough to listen. And... I know. I saw one reveal who it is. Although, I'm sure they can put pieces together. But... Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, again, that I don't think that means... Mm. I don't think that necessarily detracts mm. from everyone else. Mm. For sure. It mm. doesn't mean like, yes, I have a favorite child and I hate every other right. kid. Yeah, yeah, you right. know, but at the same time, like... Yes, I have a human heart, mm. and I feel like because I'm human, there is a different response to different personalities or yeah. different, um, I don't know, like traits, right? Yeah. So, for sure. Yeah, but yeah, and, and that's, I think, that's the hard part about, I think, as a parent, one of the hardest things is I wish the kids understood that just because my behavior might reflect a preference of one versus the other, like, I wish that wouldn't detract from the fact that, like, I still love them, mm-hmm. you know? I I would say that, actually, I, I have to wait for Kaylin to start talking. Then I think I can <laughs> really pick a favorite, but... Uh, <laughs> I mean, there are days for sure where I'm like, oh, like she's being so bratty or this one's doing this. And and so I'll, uh, there is a preference there, mm. but it's, it's like when I think about that, I know immediately if I show a preference towards one of them, the other one is automatically going to be like, oh, I don't, what's wrong wow. with me that like, even if the baseline is like, I love you guys all hundred percent. That's you're, That's not just you internalizing that. Like you've seen that, you've observed it, or yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. It's because it's like, hey, I, I I bought you guys both toys, um, but this one said specifically that you wanted this, so I got this one, mm. and the other one would be like, oh, I I want that one too, but it's like, well, like you still got a toy. It's not that you I didn't get you a toy. It's not like I took a toy away from you and then gave it to the other child mm. you both received love the other one received it slightly differently um so what is the issue you know what i mean so there whenever there is a difference like the baseline automatically goes to zero and then all that matters is that difference yeah so the so the toy thing is a very like simplistic it's human nature simplistic yeah. example but yeah what are they laughing about? Yeah, but, see, if I was putting my kids to sleep, they wouldn't be laughing like that. Moms are great. Yeah. Moms yeah. are great. Yeah. So, I, I mean, do you, do you ever feel like um, because of that, it, it makes it a little difficult to be like human fathers? 
I, I don't think I experienced that mm. maybe like as strongly as you do. Mm. Um, for me, it's more internal. Mm. Like it's more just like the enjoyment is a little higher. Mm. Right. And of course there's phases too, right? Like, like every, like if Zion was my favorite, no one would complain about that because right now Zion is everyone's favorite. Yeah. He's so cute. Cute. I can't. Baby. Yeah. yeah. He like flooded the house yesterday or two days ago because he's finally learned to push the button, <laughs> the dispensing button on our water filter. <laughs> so we have to like lock it now. Uh-huh. But like, you know, if any of our other kids did that, it'd be bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was Zion, mm. you know? And so like, I don't know. I think... You don't think like Maya sees that and wonders the next time she gets like scolded for flooding the house, like why why did so she doesn't, mm. but I think only because she loves Zion so much too, mm. yeah, and so I guess that's that's the biggest difference. Yeah. yeah, and your kids are a little young, yeah, right, and so it's hard for them to see beyond themselves yeah. right now, mm. but I think you know like kids like Addie dasa they're older and so when i even if i have to prefer a different child for whatever reason in that moment like they understand that a lot better now than they probably would have when they were little Mm. yeah (laughs) and so it is a little different for me i guess like it is i do have favorites but what that just means is like in those seasons i just enjoy that child a little bit more mm. than every, but it doesn't mean I don't enjoy the others. Yeah. 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 Kids, if you're grown up and listening to this, I, I hope you understand that. that <laughs> just because you perceive a difference doesn't mean that, you know, we're, we're hating on mm. you because mm. the difference favors your sibling. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And any thoughts? Do your kids, Jujin, do your, do they exhibit any of that? I don't think so. I mean, I mean, they certainly have their favorites, so why can't I? <laughs> <laughs> this is, this hey, is true. that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. So yeah. I just, I hang out. The one that's my favorite is usually the one that favors me. Because uh, uh, like, you know, like today I was, um, I was trying to brush Lucas's teeth. Yeah. And he's like, go away, Appa. I was like, all right then. <laughs> Fine, I'll go brush Ellie's teeth. And then Ellie was fine with it. Uh, so, you know, at that moment, like, Ellie was my favorite. Because right. <laughs> he's literally telling me to go away. So, yeah. like, well, what am I going to do? Yeah, <laughs> hey, that's love fair. That. I like it. Yeah, that's, yeah. Hey, it's their decision. Yeah, but, yeah, but that's not to say, like, yeah, my love for them ever diminishes no. during those times. Like, mm-hmm. I love them both equally, but differently. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it just kind of comes in yeah. phases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I equally love them both like i equally prefer to hang out with both mm-hmm. but that's also when they also both prefer me yeah. or something you know mm-hmm. yeah hmm. yeah ah it's hard yeah i can <laughs> i can uh only imagine if, if there were more than two like because if there's two usually if one of them is favored or preferred the other parent can love a little bit extra on the <laughs> unfavored one right but John, in your case, there's always going to be two that are like missing out. I don't know, but you can always think of it as like, well, if one child is favored, at least the other three can just take consolation in one another. Mm. <laughs> they can wallow right? in their unfavoredness and then just together. Team up against the one favorite. Wonka the favorite. <laughs> right. 
literally like Joseph and his brothers. Throw him in a ditch, you know, rip the rope. Wow, so much wisdom. You can take that to the bank. You know, one thing that we at Morning Men, is that what we call ourselves? It is on my Google Calendar. Yeah, I changed mine too. I like the morning morning men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what was the other one? There was like Achimajashis. Achimajashis. Uh, Disciple dads. The, uh, there was like sunrise <laughs> sunrise suns. There's <laughs> 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 like ran. But anyways, in our in our meeting, one thing that comes up a lot is actually like going to the gym and working out. Uh-huh. Um, do you? For you guys, I don't think we've explicitly talked about it. For you guys, what is the value <clears throat> in in kind of being in shape? as as your mm. part of your duty as your father like related to that mm-hmm. i mean for me it's just a it's just that i want to live as long as possible to be with them for as long as possible because mm. um, like ellie she's like now these days like she's like saying things like oh i want i want to live with you forever and i want mm. you to be with me forever and like obviously uh. like that's not gonna happen <laughs> but like i would like to extend my time on earth as long as possible mm-hmm. to to do that and to see my grandkids and you know to see ellie grow up find a man and grow, um, get married and all that um but not only that like um for me i just want to have the energy and the strength yeah. and the stamina just to like be there for them yeah. at night because yeah. oftentimes after work um you know after cooking and cleaning and whatever it's just like i just want to veg but then like I don't want to be like on my phone when the kids are still awake because I feel like that's like the modern version of a dad being on the newspaper right right and so I don't want to have them grow up seeing that having that image of just me on like on the couch just like you know vegging on my phone right so just like just being able to like have that energy and the stamina just to like you know horseplay with them or like whatever yeah. um, that's has been my main motivator obviously it's like the physical looks is not like my primary goal huh. like i'm already married i have two kids i don't need to like i feel like i don't need to impress right anybody mm-hmm. so like but it's just yeah it's i mean it would be nice if i had like a six-pack right mm-hmm. but like the primary goal of me working out is so that i could just be healthy live a long life and just be present for the kids um, <laughs> you know what's funny my primary goal is to look better <laughs> <laughs> and you do <laughs> well, and you do david but 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 i will just to make it sound not as uh bad as it does it's because i want my wife to yeah, you know i mean that's a side side bonus yeah, for me i'm surprised you're not wearing a tank top right now <laughs> I, I was before <laughs> when it was just for my wife no um <laughs> i i want i want shirley to like know like oh like i'm worth working out for like for mm. to this to my husband i'm that's worth right. like um trying to like keep okay. a certain level of a physique to oh. you know but I, so for me like the side benefit is yeah, more energy to play with the kids um, and, and all that. But, yeah, I think, like, because we, we talk about this a lot, too, right? Like, not just our roles as fathers, but our roles as husbands. Mm. Um, you know, are, are we leading our household well? Are we mm-hmm. um, making ourselves, like, you know, worthy of being the, the lead to, to our, 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 our wives and our, our kids? That's fair. Yeah, and... No, no, so... But I, I'm not saying that you're 
your reasoning is yeah. bad or anything but it was just funny because oh like it's like opposite yeah. for us yeah i mean yeah i that's mean it's funny. nice that like when i do work out i was like oh, okay something mm. okay but you know mm. yeah that's just a nice little added bonus for me personally yeah but yeah also like just working out having that good rhythm like hope you know ideally prevents you from getting sick because you know, if you get sick then your your spouse has to kind of do double duty and like yeah put the burden on her and it's, it's not fun for anyone if the, if any of the parents get sick so yeah. just trying to be on top of that yeah yeah i think i'm somewhere in the middle of you guys i don't care to live a long life <laughs> um because even if i did it wouldn't be with my kids right mm. um oh yeah that's like true. they're gonna have their own families and oh, that's so sad i mean like of course about... i want to see my grandkids and things like that yeah, yeah it is sad to think about yeah. that like this like literally this is the time we have yeah. right um I, I really don't want to live very long. That's true. I don't either. As like morbid as that sounds, yeah. like I don't like, I don't want to get to the point where I can't take care of myself. Right. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, but at the same time, like the energy level I can have with my children now is different. Mm. Right. And so, um, you know, even, even like way back when, I was working out with you and Joe. Oh, and right. before that, I hadn't worked out in a long time. That was that was when it was like, man, like I can go play at the playground with my kids and not be tired mm. and not want to veg out, right? And things like that. Um, ironically, the other reason I want to do it is so that I get injured less, but mm. I just kept getting injured more, <laughs> right? Which sucks, right? right? Because it is a thing. Uh, when When you get married and you get hurt like no one feels bad for you mm. like you get in trouble mm. for getting hurt right yeah 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 <laughs> like our, our friend david broke his ankle i, I just heard about and, that the and other day. so literally i was i when i saw um oh blair yeah. i was like okay blair tell me the truth were you like worried? And she was like, I was so mad. I was like, of course you were. Like, <laughs> was he playing like basketball? And you had every right to softball. Yeah. Shout yeah. out uh, to Blair. <laughs> when I grow up podcast. When I grow up podcast. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah. And then there's also now the element of, of like wanting to take care of my body for Lydia. Mm. Right. Cause I, so when I was younger, like that's all I cared about. Like all I cared about was, what my body looked like and, and aesthetics and all that. And then like after I got like delivered from that, I think I went completely the wrong way, mm. <laughs> you know, and I just didn't care anymore. Mm. And I was like, oh, I'm accepted the way I am, mm. like whatever, whatever. And then like I let myself get to this. And so like it's so much harder to work your way back. Right. Mm. But but then like you have to. Yeah. And I think I think there's like a lot of stewardship that takes place for your kids for your wife but also like before the lord right yeah. and that's something joe talks about a lot too like this is the body the lord gave me yeah. right like yeah. i will take care i of. will master it yeah and so and i think that's right mm. and so just like because every every excuse not to there's there's like not ever really a good reason not to right yeah. it's like very selfish yeah. or very lazy or whatever it is mm. and so like when there's no good reason not to then you probably should do it yeah and you know there, there, <laughs> there is something about um when it becomes too 
when the reasoning is too singularly focused, mm. it can kind of go bad. Because mm. um, example is uh, recently, I um, I forget what it was. It was something about like me and Shirley were, were talking about um, like I who who was gonna um put the kids to bed or something like that. Because, like, she was really busy with, like, work stuff. Like, she brought home work and mm. she was going to have to work. Um, but I said something like, oh, oh, shoot, I have to go finish up work. Because, like, something came in late. So I was like, hey, I'm going to go downstairs for work, for work for, like, an hour. And then she was like, oh, didn't you go work out today? Yeah. Like, during right. during the, the day, yeah. right? So, like, there was this, like, because my, like, kind of focus was, like, I'm doing this to try to impress my wife yeah. there was this man like i'm i went to go work out for you yeah. kind of thing that like <laughs> i in the moment i was like Ugh, but i had to kind of work through that and, are you not entertained <laughs> obviously not no um so you know and you know yeah. i'm worried people are flocking to to watch the video on this thinking that i'm some sort of like big no no it, it's just compared is relative to what I was before. I do think I, I, I am a little bit bulkier than what I was before. So th this should just show you how scrawny I was. So please don't watch the video and, and roast me. But anyways, um, yeah, it's so, he's not wearing a tank. Top. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, I think, yeah, it's like there needs to be a balance of like mm. why I'm doing this yeah. um, and like kind of the wrong motivations or, or too singularly focused on one thing kind of can derail a little bit mm -hmm. um so yeah but yeah it's, it's yeah working out is great anyone listening who's not working out you should you should go work out <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's uh do you guys are you guys are you guys okay to talk a little bit longer yeah. i'm fine okay okay sorry it's it's almost That's 10 it, yeah. um yeah are we meeting tomorrow morning? <laughs> we are. We are. We are meeting at six tomorrow uh, morning. Yes. So, uh, last question, because um, something I wanted to talk about, like, um, working out is kind of like something big we, we talk about, um, and something that always kind of comes up is, um, like our distraction with technology, hmm. and we are we're kind of always like challenging each other to, mm -hmm. um, like, rip ourselves away from our phones and. Um, kind of be in the moment with our kids, right? Have you guys felt any sort of difference as, as we kind of more intentionally try to do those things? Or has it been kind of the the same? Like, I wish, I wish Joe was here because yeah. he had the most yes. like, transformative thing. Like, he, yeah. what he did is he actually put all his charging cables in his closet yeah. so that he can just put it away and like literally like shut the door and, and separate himself yeah. from it. Um, but like Jujin, I know for a little bit, you were also mm -hmm. like doing that. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah um, I mean, for me, yeah. Joe, when Joe pre kind of presented that challenge to himself, I also took it upon myself to kind of attempt that. Cause I did, there are times when I would always think like, oh man, I'm on my phone too much, yeah. especially when the kids were awake. And so um, I think once Joe kind of shared that, what he was doing, maybe for like solid several weeks, maybe three, four weeks, I would also like when the kids are home, I just made sure to put my phone away. Like I kept it at my office, which is upstairs. And then while the kids are downstairs, I was just like with the kids. Uh, even if I wasn't like actively playing with them, I was at least just kind of observing them play as opposed to just kind of being on my phone. 
And um, I mean, personally, I thought it was like really great while it lasted. And unfortunately, it didn't become like a baked into habit just because yeah. like, you know, sm smartphones, like it's just so hard to get away with yeah. it. Even even if even outside of like social media and like whatever, like our home alarm system, you know, yeah. checking the weather in the morning, yeah. like Slack yeah. messages from work, everything's like on the phone. So even if you're like not necessarily doing mindless scrolling or and you're even if you're like being productive, you're mm -hmm. still like glued to the phone. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, it's kind of been on and off. Like sometimes I do like have to make the active conscious decision like, OK, I'm, you know, the kids are home, so I got to put my phone away. And I tried that, but um, I still I'm still like. I still try to be very mindful of it, mm. but it hasn't been as clean of a cut away from it like mm. that first couple of weeks. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think it's something that I still need to actively remind myself like not to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, one thing that like shocked me the other day is um, Kaylin, my uh, second daughter, she's uh, she's going to turn two in like September. So she's she's almost two. Um, but I was using my wife's phone. Because my wife was driving, I was like looking up directions for her or something, and she started freaking out, like "omaka, omaka," like basically like that's moms, that's moms, and she was freaking out because I was using on like her phone and not my own phone. So mm -hmm. like she she continued to freak out until I gave the phone back to Shirley. Hmm. So like there's something in her mind that has made this like wow. There's such a like that attachment. Yeah, like this is something really important for mom, and like this thing. And then like when she sees my phone kind of like laying around and I'm she not near it, she she'll like pick it up and bring yeah. it to me. Yeah, my I've seen that. Too. That's yeah. so cute, yeah. but also so dangerous. Yeah, and so it's like, it's like, oh man, like what are we, what are we doing to our kids in terms of like perception? Yeah, because like we're at at the very least we're teaching them that cell phones are very important right mm -hmm. and and that yeah you should it should be with you like at all time yeah. you know so like that that really kind of like oh my gosh like that, that freaked me out um so i yeah i i'm not as successful at it as joe is but i too have been trying to um kind of keep the phone away like one thing i i did and this was more actually for um just like to spend time with my wife like when i'm even when I'm in the passenger seat, I put my phone away. Like I mm. put it in my bag or like, unless I'm like looking up directions or something, I, I try to keep my mm. phone away mm. so that I'm not like, she's driving and I'm just kind of like scrolling. Mm. So there, there are things like yeah. that, like I've been doing to try to um, keep the, the phone away uh. from the person myself as mm. much as possible. But yeah, it's like, it's an unprecedented yeah. issue, right? Cause this is the, like our kids are the first generation that are, witnessing their parents with smartphones yeah so I, I wonder what what it is we're doing to them like yeah, yeah. do you guys ever get concerned oh that? yeah definitely concerned yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. for sure i mean even just like so even for me i i suck at that mm -hmm. i suck at um just putting the phone down right mm -hmm. like even if even if i do it there are so many times i'm just like man i want to take a picture of this right mm, or like yeah. i want to record this or whatever and then i get it and i do um but even that i'm torn right because it's like we are that we are that generation where when kids when my kids recall right when they have like memories of me 
a lot of times it's not going to be my face that they remember, right? right? It's going to be like what phone case I have. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, whatever the whatever the case is and um yeah, for me, I don't know. Again, like even like being a pastor, right? Is like is somewhat of a cop out, right? Mm. It's like I always want to be accessible. I mm. always want to be able to you know, this and that, but um so I I have been fit. I I've wanted to try and I've tried so many times in the past um i have to find i have to find a better way Mm. i think i mean like yeah sure i can just lock it up in my closet that's i'm not saying that's the easier way i think that's (laughs) way way harder um but i also like okay how do i control myself but also have like pictures and videos Mm. of my kids for keepsake right and things like that and so, um, this week actually, I I have on. Is today Wednesday? Yes. It is. Okay, so Thursday. That's right. So Thursdays are usually my days when I get on like my notion, and then I like plan out the week and like get all my tasks in order, things like that. And so I wanted to tomorrow. Well, I, yeah, I, I'm gonna do it tomorrow, regardless. Um, at least schedule, like an hour and a half, two hours a day, whatever that looks like, where, okay, so just for these two hours, the phone's going to be away. I'm going to be with my kids. Like, if there are good pictures that I miss, like, oh, well, you know, mm. and just, just like, at least be able to give two hours, right? Because mm. if I can't do that, then I have to, like, seriously reconsider my life values. Yeah. And, like, yeah. like myself as a human being you know Mm -hmm. and so i like that's a little experiment that i'm gonna try Mm. and then see what what comes of that yeah but yeah 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 it's there there is it's we're doing something to our kids Mm -hmm. yeah it's probably not good you know um as you were saying that it reminded me of like uh i wrote like a little blog post about this when az was first born um and like Shirley was sleeping and I was like holding Aisley because she was like crying and then like we kind of like locked eyes mm. and it was like a really like beautiful moment mm. and I was like oh I want to get my phone and uh like, take a picture of it <laughs> yeah but then I was like oh yeah. wait like I want this moment to last just between me and Aisley mm-hmm. and just in this time like, yeah I don't, I don't want yeah. I'm selfish I don't want this to right. get yeah. and, and I, I remember I, I titled that blog post uh uh ours alone like i wanted the moment to be ours alone right and yeah like i i want to you know like i want to go back to that mm-hmm. i, I want to go back to finding moments where like i want it to be just us not yeah. shared with the ever listening ears of our smartphone you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know like yeah. or like the ever looking eyes yeah. of those cameras um yeah yeah i, I think um in in part of the the discipline um that we're trying to cultivate in each other uh, yeah i think i'm glad that um one of the focuses is on not being slaves to the Mm -hmm. smartphone yeah 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 and like realistically you look at like your camera roll it's like you have nine thousand of the same picture (laughs) yeah yeah right and like and one of the things i've been trying to do more intentionally is like record longer videos Mm. Not just like, oh, look, this is cute, 10-second clip, like 10-second mm. clip, but like actual 
home videos of like, what is that recording right yeah. now? You know, <laughs> but like, but just like, okay, it's the time to record. And because, re- you know, for even for us, like, yeah, my, our parents didn't grow up with smartphones, mm. but I think they were able to capture and preserve mm. enough. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Like, that was more than enough. Yeah. And so, like, what does that look like? How do I re- rewire my mind yeah. from like instinctively, like, yeah. oh, I want to take a picture of this. Yeah. Oh, I want to record this to like, being okay this being like a memory right yeah 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 i think i think going off of what david was saying like about like the hours alone thing so like this past weekend you know i was at great wolf lodge Mm -hmm. and it was the kids first time at water park and they were having a blast and obviously i wanted to my instinct was i want to record everything i want to take pictures of everything but Mm -hmm. then at the same time i didn't want to bring my phone into the water yeah so i was forced to kind of like Ah, like this, I want to record this. I want to capture this, but at the same time, I don't want to risk like dropping my phone or whatever. Yeah. So I was just kind of like, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna enjoy it. Like, mm. so when Lucas was going up and down the slide, and he was like loving it, and just seeing like his face like going down the slide, I just tried, tried to like, okay, like I'm gonna enjoy this, and I'm gonna try to like m- remember this as to the best of my abilities. Mm. And yeah, th- that memory is gonna yeah. be like ours alone. Because yeah. at the time, also, Angie was hanging out with Ellie somewhere else. Yeah. And it was like literally just like me and yeah, him yeah. And in that moment. Yeah. And so once like we, our family kind of get back together again, I was telling Angie like, oh my God, it was the cutest thing. He did this, he did that. And nah, nah, nah. and it was like kind of nice that that moment was only shared between myself and my yeah. son. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, there was a bit of a bittersweetness that I could not share that joy with my wife. Mm. But um, I think yeah, to your point, like that ours alone moment was a really nice uh, yeah. breath of fresh air yeah. because it's not something that I get to experience mm-hmm. often because yeah we're so glued to our phone and I want to record everything and like whatever yeah um, yeah yeah, hmm. yeah I, I think the most beautiful things are fleeting um, yeah I mean even our lives here on earth I think um, the relationships we make here I mean we kind of go into it knowing that in the physical form it's gonna end you know mm-hmm. and sorry to say this if it's not with christians it is gonna end. Dang, is that a hot take uh, well i mean that's, <laughs> that is what i believe so but um yeah so i i think um yeah i think there yeah there there is this there is something like beautiful about like you can never revisit it again mm-hmm. and but like you were fully present in the moment yeah. you know what i mean yeah like i i hate um, seeing videos that I took later and say, oh, like, AZ was doing this. Like, mm. oh, like, dang, like, it would have been so much better if I actually, like, focused and, yeah. like, saw what she was actually doing there. And, I mean, there is a nice thing about, like, oh, I get to, like, at least I get to see it and experience it in video, but then there's, you only get so much from that yeah, single angle sure, video, yeah. you know? Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah I, as much as it does preserve, I think it does distract as well. Um, and yeah. those moments might, yeah, be forever gone. You know, yeah. not, not just, you know. Dang. Yeah. It's yeah. Mm-hmm. One last question. Um, and specifically to you, Pastor John, as, as you are a pastor, how important is it? Because to preface, <laughs> at, at Morning Men, we, we do talk a lot about, like, like the physical things and you know like a lot really good things right um but one thing that 
and maybe this is because our, our kids are relatively young we don't talk a whole lot about is like biblically teaching our our kids or biblically leading mm-hmm. them um how how early is i mean how how much of it should we be doing as fathers and how early should we be doing it it's good um i don't think it can ever be too early even just because a lot of the process is not just them learning but it's you learning to teach them mm. so when they're six months old i think you can start teaching them yeah. you're not gonna like give them a sermon with like a powerpoint presentation <laughs> but um you can you can read out loud mm. right you can you can have conversations with your kids um i think that like kids bibles Mm-hmm. are a really good tool they help and so like as long as i can remember we would do like one chapter of those a night mm. um now my kids are older so we've been reading the real bible we mm. went through it <clears throat> went through it once so far and oh, we're wow. going through it again chapter by chapter that's yeah. awesome which i mean like we've we've skipped certain things like we didn't read every single gospel account mm. we didn't if I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure I was like, okay, we're going to decide to either do first and second Kings or first and second Chronicles. But we're, we're not going to do, do both, both, you know, like <laughs> stuff like that. <clears throat> um, skip some of the prophets, but, um, for the most part, like just reading, reading throughout, um, every, every night except Sundays, we read one chapter a night mm. and now they're old enough to begin to ask questions mm. and things like that. And then there are also other, really good resources mm. that you know i'd be willing to share if, if you guys mm. want and uh, one of them is like indescribable mm. it's like a book on creation science stuff mm. like that but with with like a biblical perspective mm. um but is that the one uh louis giglio wrote? i think so yeah yeah <laughs> i mean it must be right because it's called indescribable yeah. <clears throat> that's his jam yeah. um but i think that i think it's our god-given duty Mm. to do so right it's literally biblical for us to be the educators of our children yeah um and for us like we've taken it so far as to homeschool our kids right Mm. like we uh and a lot of that has to do with being convicted while we were in kansas city with our base director saying like if if your kids are with their teachers for eight hours a day and then they come home and you're with them for two hours before they have to go to bed like whatever like by the time they're 18 who's discipled your children mm. and so things like that have challenged us right mm. um and that and that's why we live the way we live um but i like i would what what my greatest hope is is that even into adulthood if my children had a question about God or the things of God that they would turn to me mm. and Lydia before they turn to Google mm. or before they turn to the world, right? Yeah. And like other other teachers. And so I think that it is important to set that culture of like, this is a big part of who dad is, yeah. right? And not just as a pastor. I think... Um, I think like every dad is commissioned to do that. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's really one of the greatest ways to, 
to build that kingdom value right and so i mean we haven't done it right all the time either like it's only been it's been extremely recent like two two three weeks now where even like in within like the homeschool rhythm like i'm doing a weekly um like not sermon it's like a little bible presentation Mm. with my kids uh every monday Mm. right so i'll create a little presentation on canva with like animations and little bible verses Mm. and biblical principles and so i just want um so what we're going through now is just like the greatest story ever right Mm. and so what does god's story of redemption look like from the beginning to the end Mm. and what's our involvement in that um and even creating things like that like you don't have to be a pastor to do that you just have to know god right and know his word and so for sure i think it's it's very important just as important as like learning to be present with them putting our phones away right like exercising in order to be available for them physically i think if we don't become the safe space and the like the instinctive place to go to to ask these kinds of questions like it's not like they're not going to go to anyone yeah and so i would if they have to go to someone i'd rather it be me and my wife yeah so yeah that's so good yeah i I, you know that book indescribable Mm -hmm. um it's pretty advanced but yeah it is i've been uh i've been reading that to aisley wow okay and it's like sometimes it's like so hard because like their attention spans like (laughs) yeah like i want to go eat this i want to do this um but like yet last night um uh, as Shirley was putting uh, like the girls to sleep, she texts me, "Oh my gosh, Az is asking like, what does love mean?" Yeah. So like, yeah. I like ran into the room and you're like, <laughs> "Yeah, you know, like what like oh. John says in uh, First yeah. John, it's like like laying down your life." So like you know, like when you're willing to, like you love your sister so much that you're willing to like share your toys with her, like mm-hmm. like trying to like kind of get yeah, her to yeah. understand the Absolutely. principles of it. Yeah. Like it was like such a sweet moment. Mm-hmm. Um, that she yeah like that whole she felt like she could ask us mm-hmm. um and then she's like and, and then like we prayed about it and then we said amen and she goes what does amen mean <laughs> yeah see that's yeah and she's at that age mm-hmm. where she's going to begin to be curious about all that kind of stuff yeah so. i don't know if you guys have uh the jesus storybook bible we do that's yeah. a really good yeah. resource yeah um yeah, and then they have other Bibles as they get older too. But that one's really good because mm-hmm. it's so like Jesus centric, mm-hmm. right? Christ centric, mm-hmm. and it helps point even the f- more familiar stories they might have heard uh, or are hearing about now, mm-hmm. like to Jesus, mm-hmm. right? And so that's good. I mean, and mm-hmm. then like little things, like even just asking, like, "Hey, what did you learn in Sunday school today?" Mm-hmm. Oh, what do you think that means? And like just asking reflective questions is yeah. is like a really good exercise too. Yeah, I started this one thing um, where I have like a se- I have a series of four questions I'll ask Aisley at dinner time. Mm. I mean, I ask it to Kaylin too, but she can't talk yet, so <laughs> she's just nodding along. Uh, but I ask her like, "How were you nice to somebody? Mm-hmm. How was somebody nice to you? Um, how like what is one thing you tried really hard at?" Um, and, the, and the last question is, how, what were you thankful to Jesus about? So mm. I'm trying to like get her to get into the rhythm yeah, of thinking awesome. about how am I going to answer these questions tonight? Mm. 
So like she's looking for opportunities to be nice. She's mm. looking <laughs> intentionally yeah. to like identify moments where someone's nice to her. Mm. Um, and I like, like one thing that like I can see in her like now developing is, oh, I'm better at this than my sister, or like mm. I'm the best one at this in my class. Mm. I want to quickly nip that in the bud, mm. and I want to be like, hey, it's not about how good you are now. I I actually, I would be more proud of you if you were the worst at this amongst all your friends. But you were the one trying the hardest. Like mm-hmm. I'm more proud of you than if you were the best with that trying at all. Um, so like, like I I wanted to keep thinking about like what are things that I can do really hard. Mm-hmm. It was funny the other day she goes, I tried really hard to take a nap. And then you know like obviously with the the what were you thankful to Jesus about? Um, mm-hmm. Just kind of getting her to understand like. Um, there are so many things to be thankful for mm. and like I want you to just kind of identify one thing yeah, so it's great. like some of the things she says is like really cute mm. I'm thankful that mommy came to pick me up early today mm. or like I'm thankful that I got to do taekwondo at school today mm. you know um, so yeah like it's it's so hard at this age um, to be I don't want I don't know if this is right right like substantive mm-hmm. in the way that you can be with an adult yeah. in terms of like like there are these two like um, post college kids, I guess guys, not kids anymore. Like post college guys that um, I'm discipling, and mm. it's like there's like it's like those conversations are like oh like so encouraging, and like mm. I'm learning a lot through them too and stuff. But like Izzy's like, can can Jesus lift up all the trees here? Yes, he can. But like it's like <laughs> well, yes, he can. Yeah, Jesus is so strong, he can do that. <laughs> But yeah, so it's, um, I think (laughs) there are moments of like, I wish it were more substantive, Mm. but like I am kind of telling myself, um, uh, but if, if I don't get in the rhythm of doing this now while they're this age, then they're not going to want to talk to me about this Mm -hmm. stuff later on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think even at that age, it's just learning to appreciate even the little things Mm -hmm. like. The fact that Jesus is part of her worldview at all. Yeah. Like she's looking at the trees and she's like, dang, those trees are big. And then she's like, wait, but Jesus is like really strong. Yeah. Dad, do you think Jesus can lift those trees? Like even <laughs> the fact that like Jesus even crosses her mind. Yeah. And there are plenty of people that grew up in the church that don't think of mm. Jesus throughout the day until it's Sunday. Mm. Right? Mm. And so I think like even even just fostering that in and of itself like yeah what else do you think jesus can lift you know like i think that that's cool especially at that age yeah 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 Yeah, that that kind of stuff is cute but i i just started smiling because i was reminded of a quick story of ellie because she's also like asking about how old is that she's four okay okay um so so, like one day she would ask me appa am i beautiful and i was like yes of course of course you are ellie and then she's like, is Jesus beautiful? And I was like, yes, Jesus is so beautiful. And then she's like, is Jesus more beautiful than me? And I was like, I'm not going to answer, answer this question. To be honest, <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, just, yeah, so I was, like, I was like, you guys are both beautiful in different ways. Um, um, but like, it, it's just funny that, and then she started getting upset because I was like hesitating. Uh, I didn't know how to answer that. Yeah, I, was like, uh, yeah. I was like, I want her to know that yes, Jesus is beautiful and like, but she's also beautiful, but I don't want to like compare the two. But yeah, yeah, it's funny when they ask those kind of questions. Yeah. Get yourself out of the center <laughs> of your life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 
Oh, yeah, that's so cute. I think, and I think we have so much to learn from kids, mm -hmm. even in that sense, right? Yeah. Of like the wonder of Jesus, and yeah, it's it's like genuine curiosity about yeah. Him, yeah. right? And I think when we become adults, like it's easy to kind of feel like we know enough, mm. you know? Yeah. Um, and we're only like seeking like like the deep stuff yeah yeah but i think that there is such value to something as simple as like looking at the stars and going yeah. like dang yeah. like he made that yeah. you know yeah and like yeah. The, yeah the other day um we were driving down mcginnis ferry and then when you pass a pib there's this moment where you're kind of like a little bit going downhill mm. so you can see like a lot of the sky mm. and it was like a really like pretty like red sunset and Aisley like randomly was like oh thank you jesus and we're like dang we yeah. had no idea we're like what, what do you mean like what do you and she goes oh, because of the beautiful sunset Wow. And I was like, oh my gosh, like she's putting me to yeah, shame, you know, that's like amazing. she's like, even in those things, she's thinking mm. about Jesus. Um, so yeah, it is so cute. There is so much we can learn from that. Yeah. And I, like, I think that that speaks volumes to like, you guys are doing well as parents. Hey David, you're doing a great job as a father. <laughs> Thank you. You know, yeah. <laughs> that, that word of encouragement is going to take me. That's why you invited yeah, us, right? <laughs> But yeah. like to give you guys some credit too, mm. right? Like it's, I think that that's, that's exactly how God designed family mm. to be. And I think it's really cool that like you're beginning to be able to, um, not necessarily reap the benefits, but like kind of get, get like glimpses yeah. of like y your, what you've sown beginning to like bear fruit. Right. So yeah. I think that that's really cool. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think um, I'm, I, as fathers, we, we, I'm glad that we get to do this together, mm -hmm. specifically you guys, you know, um, it would be kind of what we were talking about earlier. It would be lonely doing it mm -hmm. by myself. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad that, um, I mean, and to, and to everybody listening, I'm not just pointing at these guys, you know, all, all the other fathers in my life. I'm glad we get to walk together. Mm. Um, and yeah, we, we get to encourage each other and all that. Um, and I know we're meeting at six in the morning tomorrow, so I don't want to keep you guys any any longer. And I brought a sleeping bag. I just <laughs> sleep over here. Right? Hey, the basement's open. Right? It's carpeted. That's good enough for me. <laughs> uh, any, any kind of parting thoughts maybe specifically to encourage other like christian dads mm. i do okay mm. but but i want to ask it in the form of a question first and hopefully it won't take too long but it's a genuine question of mine um so i'm gonna just take it back very briefly to my time in kansas city so in kansas city there was like a group of like six seven families that all like current American, all dads had ministry backgrounds, like, but we were all in close proximity and community with one another, right? And so we would set these rhythms where like the moms would go hang and the dads would go hang. Um, but I found that when like the dads go hang, the moms like take care of the kids, mm. right? But then when the moms go hang, all the dads get together with all the kids mm -hmm. right uh -huh. and so for me that's natural because mm -hmm. but i'm also an extrovert and 
I feel like both of you are introverts. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so like as introverts, but like as dads, is that something that you would think of doing? Mm -hmm. Or would you just like rather take care of your kids at home? Like if your wives were going to hang, would you be like, yo, what are you doing while while Shirley's out? Mm -hmm. Like, can I come over? You want to come over? You know, like it's the latter for me. Um, Mm -hmm. Like all of our church dads that I hang out with mm-hmm. were all introverted mm-hmm. I, I, t- I think you're like the first extroverted dad that, <laughs> that I, I like I know wow. but so when actually when the dads go do something the moms actually call together and then they hang so out that's so funny but then when the dads are home okay. alone we don't even think about calling each other we wow. just do our own thing mm-hmm. yeah okay I I would like to uh-huh. so there's just twofold one is the people Shirley hangs out with a lot of the times they're not married or ah, they don't okay. have kids yet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kind of double edged sword. Like when we go on vacation, we when we go with friends, it's like eight built in babysitters. <laughs> yeah, that's it's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, but um, so there's not really anybody mm-hmm. by default I can call because that's one. The other thing is there is this like invisible pressure of well if my wife can do it like do am i worthy of doing it differently okay kind of thing Hmm. okay you know what i mean like i i feel almost guilty doing that um because i'm it would be like even though i'm an introvert it would Uh be nice to be able to kind of corral all the kids together and socialize and do it together Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. but there is a unspoken kind of judgment that I, I feel like i would receive man that's so interesting okay yeah. i think for me it's yeah. also a bit of pride like oh i can handle these two kids on my own uh, like, i don't need help i got it like there's a bit mm, of pride in mm. that for me as well no i mean 100 percent. i know i can handle yeah. my four kids on my own mm. but i'm like well four is a lot but <laughs> but what i mean yeah but it's not like <laughs> They appeared out of nowhere. You know? like, <laughs> it was a process of, of stretching. Oh, is that how it works? <laughs> hey, not for everyone, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But, uh, yeah, but like at the end of the day, for me, I'm like, I'm always trying to maximize time with people because I'm extroverted. Oh, yeah. But right. also, like, it is easier. Mm. It's easier when there's like other kids in the picture, mm-hmm. typically. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I was just. I was just it's very interesting i think you guys are the first dads i know that that don't do that Mm -hmm. or or i mean i guess but it's also just like outside of the general area where community like we're so hyper focused on like being together and Mm -hmm. being community um hey but but don't don't get me wrong if i had the opportunity Mm -hmm. i would definitely yeah yeah if if shirley ever hangs out with lydia I'm calling yeah. you for sure. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> for sure. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah, so Josh and I, we do that a lot, mm. right? My brother and I. Mm. Um, but yeah, if, if I could give like dad's advice, mm. I think I would, I would say like, yeah, try to get together like we're doing now. Yeah. And if it helps, like send your wives to go hang mm. with some other wives, right? Like, let some moms go hang and be like, dude, I'll take the kids. And they'll be like, what the heck's wrong with you? Right? <laughs> but then like do it and get together, yeah. meet in someone's house, throw all the kids in a room with a few knives. No, I'm <laughs> right? like, just throw all the kids in a room and like hang out with other dads. I think yeah. 
I think it's I think dads in particular they were meant to be like communal beings too mm-hmm. though right mm-hmm. like I don't know like that's just how I feel mm-hmm. but then I know I'm very strongly biased by my extroverted personality yeah. you you so, are yeah. ex- like extra extroverted <laughs> I am I really am yeah and I think me and Chujin both are kind of more on the severe side of introvert. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's yeah. why I needed to throw that question out because I was, I was curious to hear because I have tons of introverted friends, but I think like on that spectrum, you guys are a lot more introverted mm-hmm. than most of yeah. like the people that I'm usually around. Yeah. But yeah. No, that, that's a that's a good piece of advice. Anything, anything for you? Um, I mean, I guess on similar note, I mean, even as a extreme introvert, mm. the community of other yes. dads that I get to do life with is, is like, has been really awesome. Because mm. even like, I guess before Morning Man, if you rewind it, my life to, to two years ago, Angie would always be like, go hang out with other dads. Like, <laughs> can you please like, go make friends, yeah. like, go make friends with other dads. Every, like, when she talks to other wives and other moms, mm. They're all saying the same thing. My husband just stays at home. Like, mm. like he never wants to go hang out. And then so, um, <laughs> and then, so yeah, and I was like one of those guys. And so, but once I started, um, you know, hang, like doing the morning man with these guys, I realized the value of community, mm. um, but also like having that relationship and brotherhood and just doing life together. Cause I mean, yeah, you know, I consider Angie, my wife, my best friend. And, you know, we, we can talk about a lot of things, but there's just some things that resonate better yeah. with other brothers yeah, um, sure. as fathers or as husbands. Mm-hmm. Stuff that you just can't talk about with your wife or, you know, at a, at a, at a meaningful level. So mm-hmm. personally, even as an extreme introvert, like this has been mm. incredibly rewarding for me. Uh, again, like for me to uh, for for me to bless them and for them to bless me mm-hmm. and rebuke and vice versa yeah. and all yeah. of that has been really helpful. Um, awesome. But yeah, not only just in the context of like these christ-centered discussions or intentional discussions but also just like have fun Mm -hmm. like like tomorrow i'm gonna also go hang out with some other dads to like play some tennis but it's like and you know we're not going with this intention of like having a fruitful discussion about life and fatherhood Mm -hmm. but you know just to kind of hang out and just do life together and honestly like yeah if you told me you know two years ago chujin like yo you're gonna have a weekend of vacation and you're gonna have all these social events lined up Wednesday, Thursday, <laughs> and Friday for like church. Like I would not have believed you because I'm such an introvert. Like wow. and after vacation, yeah. I would need to like shut down and just Man. not do anything. But like, yeah, the fact that I had all these like social events like lined up on my calendar was like even That's I was so like, funny. huh? Yeah. Like I've I've come so like far. Like mm. I, I'm who am I? Wow. <laughs> but yeah, it's because I you know I I, I appreciate it and I um. I think it's definitely needed even for an introvert like myself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, awesome. yeah. it's worth investing that energy too because for yes. me, I don't know about you, but for me, this is like tiring. <laughs> it's tiring. Yeah. But I know it's worth it. Thanks, guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> for the energy. <laughs> I'm, I'm sucking. Yeah. All yeah. But I know energy. it's worth it and I know that it's it's an investment and mm. so um, that's why I'm, you know, I'm here and yeah. all that. Yeah. No, I, I think I echoing that um, I guess echoing both of you guys, the the community of other brothers, um, especially like godly Christ following um, mm-hmm. brothers who are kind yes. of in similar life stage, 
Um, and honestly, even if it's not similar, I mean, like, technically, your life stage is way more advanced than me because you have more kids, your kids are older. Mm-hmm. Even with Joe, his kids are older. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, I mean, I would even argue there's maybe even more value in knowing you guys um, because there is kind of the natural, um, like, who do I go to when mm-hmm. I need advice mm-hmm. for something like this? Oh, these guys already went mm-hmm. through it. Um, so, I, I mean, yeah, not that's to say true. that that's more... I, I guess it's differently valuable. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, so if just having any sort of community of godly believing, God believing, Christ following uh, fathers, it's, I think, very, and kind of tying it back to my original point in a world where, um, you know, I don't know if I'm telling. <laughs> in, the, in a world where fathers, um, you know, sometimes I'm not, I'm not saying all the time, sometimes it might be underappreciated. Like, I think it's uh, doubly important to have mm. people that you can walk with um, so that we can kind of, yeah, I, I, rebuking, I think, is a big part of it. But I think encouraging is as important. Mm. Like, I, I, I do. There are a lot of times I need to hear, oh, yeah, David, you're doing a good job. Mm. Like, because there are so many times that I feel inadequate as a father. You know, like so many times I'm like, oh, well, I don't know what I'm doing, you know, mm. but to like be able to hear from you guys. Oh, like, that's great. Like, oh, like you're, you're doing great. Like, see, look at easy. Like, that's mm-hmm. great. Like, yeah, I, I think that does give me a, mm. a push that, that I, you know, I, it, it puts a little bit more fuel in the, in the mm. fuel tank. Yeah. Um, so anyone listening out there, um, I'm going to title this episode probably something like, I hope fathers hear this um but so for you fathers um yeah we encourage you um and uh we hope that you guys can find a community of brothers such as these um to walk with um because yeah it's much easier and and more more uh fulfilling when we do it together yeah it's awesome so this was a long one and uh (laughs) i'm gonna send these guys home so that we can see each other in seven and a half hours yes (laughs) Um, so to all the listeners thank you guys so much for listening and uh, we'll talk to you guys next time bye